0: Hello, friends, and welcome. I'm glad you are here. We're going to get into some discussion on negative core beliefs and how, well, what they are, how these core beliefs really affect our thoughts, which then create our feelings, which then drive our behavior, and why it's so important, I believe, to figure out what your negative core belief might be. In order to be able to move through it, to start to change those automatic thoughts that pop up in your brain, to create new, more helpful feelings that will drive more helpful behaviors for you. And uh, if you're on a weight loss journey or trying to optimize health, change habits, change behaviors, Um, or trying to get really like you have a goal in life that you want to get to or you really want to be living your daily life in a different way with different habits, um, different thoughts, different feelings, then this really is the episode that you want to keep listening to. I, I will give some ideas towards the end on how to start this work, how to move through this work um, so keep listening for that. Before we get into it, just a reminder that you can head over to my website at heatherheinen.com and Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. From there you can, well I hope you would, sign up for my free monthly newsletter. It only comes once a month. It's on all things well-being, so topics are different every single month. It's usually just something I'm thinking on or Um, working on myself. uh, I offer lots of practical strategies to just really improve all areas of well-being in your life. I usually include a recipe. Um, I usually include a journal prompt if you're into that. Um, And then always links to companies that will give you discounts. Okay, so I talk a lot in this podcast and all these episodes about, and with my clients, they probably get sick of me um, using these words all the time, but I talk a lot about habit thoughts or patterns of thoughts. So I wanted to take a deeper dive into exactly what these things are. You know, so our negative core beliefs and how these beliefs become then habits of thought, that influence our feelings and behaviors. So again, if you're trying to lose weight, optimize your health, change something in your life, but you find that you just cannot follow through On the behaviors, on the actions you need to follow through on to make these changes happen, then it's really important and powerful to figure out your negative core beliefs so you can use strategies to start to shift those negative core beliefs so you can start to think in new, fresh ways, more helpful, more useful ways that create new feelings that then drive the new behaviors you want to be implementing. make the changes so for example sustained weight weight loss healthy bodies or just just creating a daily life you really want to be living with more creativity and joy it could be any goal you are trying to achieve in life or um, a way that you want to be living or thinking or feeling more of in your life so this is really important work to in my belief system, and obviously mental health therapist here for years and years and years, so I might be a little biased, but I really do believe these core negative belief systems are really at that deeper end, the core level of where we want to make changes so that we can have that trickle-down effect of all changes in our life, how we think, how we feel, um, And our actions on a day to day basis. Hi, everyone. Guess what? I have a lovely discount code just for you, my listeners. The code is 10OFF, that's 10OFF, and it will get you 10% off any one of my online courses, which now include Mastering Mindful Eating, Overcome Binge Eating, Overeating, and Emotional Eating for Good. And I also have a course on When You Want to Stop the Weight Loss Medication, a Comprehensive Guide to Weight Maintenance and Mastery. So if you've maybe lost some weight using a medication and you're now wanting to go off the medication but keep the weight off, this is the course for you. And any course you buy, you keep the course for a minimum of three years, maybe longer. It just depends on how many are purchased. Um, All courses are self-paced. And I promise you, they are practical, meaning they don't just tell you what you need to do. You actually engage in the skills and strategies needed to make actual lasting behavior tra- change. You learn how to do the what. Okay, all courses have multiple modules with multiple lessons. All include lots of examples, tips and tricks to make things simple and clear And uh, you also get lots of downloadable resources, including the daily planning template that I use with my own clients, the exact protocol to use after a binge or an overeat has occurred to minimize its damage on your body and your mind. There are protein cheat sheets, uh, research based journaling prompts, and the literal how to checklists on the skill you are learning about. And with the weight maintenance course, you also have a movement module that will help you figure out how to make a movement plan that fits your particular lifestyle and level of fitness. And you also have a natural appetite regulation module. So whether if you have um, never tried an online course to change behavior, or if you have, um, I just highly would recommend that you try one of these. I've put my heart and soul into both of them. They are all research-based and now you can get 10% off. So again, that code is one zero off. If you're ready to make changes that last, you can go to my website heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And from the main menu, click courses, and it will get you to where you want to go. Or you can click on the links in the episode description below the show. And again, as soon as you're there, when you're ready for checkout, just enter the code one zero off ten off. And just a reminder, I also have an ebook cookbook that is now available. It's called Protein Forward Easy Recipes. It includes all high-protein recipes, including breakfast and sweet treats full of protein and lunches and dinner. Okay, so again, head to my website. It's probably the easiest thing to do. HeatherHeinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And from there, um, go to courses or the cookbook. And again, use code 10OFF at checkout. Because our programming, if you will, Usually happens as children. So the this our programming often usually comes from whether it's loud or silent messages we receive, typically from parental figures, authority figures, but also through social influence. All these messages from sources like these get sort of pre-programmed. Um, so th- think of it sort of like a software program our brain gets downloaded with when we're kids. Think of it, um, you know, that when, when we're children, our brain is not fully developed and so does not have the capability yet to discern if the information we are taking in from these authority figures, from these parental figures, is helpful or useful for us. We, we just don't have that brain capacity to discern if that information is actually helpful or useful, so as children's, you know, our brains really are in survival mode. We're we're meant to feel as children, we're meant to feel safe and secure through our parental figures in their their words, in how they behave, you know, through our caretakers. But often this doesn't happen, even if you had really healthy parents, right? So, and if you are a parent right now, and you know, like. Pretty much doing an okay job, you know that sort of thing. Um, You know, you know, we still really, really screw up as parents. So, so this doesn't apply to just traumatic childhood or traumatic, um, you know, things through uh, parents and caretakers. This this really applies most most of us at some point in childhood um, get pre programmed with something that's not super helpful. Okay, so we get programmed, in quotation marks, um, to repeating, to the repeated messages that we have heard or watched or learned. So it might be things like, you know, I can never do anything right in my caregiver's eyes, so obviously I'll never succeed at anything. Or obviously I'm not good enough because one of my caretakers left and they're not in contact with me. Or, um, you know, that these sort of thoughts bring feelings of defeat um, low confidence and and then the behavior that follows, because remember our feelings drive our behavior, so the behavior that follows because of those feelings is often something like not engaging in anything, scared to take risks because i 'll fail anyway right that 's the thought, or maybe you know we try something, but it doesn 't go perfectly, so we give up, and so this can lead to that perfectionist perfectionistic thinking. But also a lot of procrastination and giving up when things don't go perfect, and and that's just one small example. But the core habit thought pattern at the deepest level, at the core level of what I would call a human soul, are often the theme around um, "I'm not good enough" or "I am worthless" or um, "You know, I, I." Um, I'm not worth anything in this world or I don't deserve it, or I'm inadequate, or I'm a failure. These are called negative core beliefs. And, and often, most people um, who are struggling with maybe you know the mental, emotional side of things are often relationships, that sort of thing, are often carrying around these very deep-seated core beliefs and then these negative core beliefs then influence what our brain thinks most of the time right the the brain runs this habit of thought or pattern of thoughts because it's been programmed i keep using that word i just little side note here um until well until we t- well I keep using the word programmed. I do understand the brain doesn't exactly work like that, but for our purposes here, it you know, the metaphor can work. So, let's just kind of stick with it. It's sort of like this computer getting programmed, right? Um, it, my brother's a software creator, and so he would argue, you know, our brain is so much more than a computer. And of course, I agree, but again, an easy metaphor, so I'm going to use it. So, until we take some control and update our own software as adults. So until we take some control and update our software as adult, those negative core belief habit of thoughts will continue to be what runs in our mind. And this is never going to create new feelings that we really need in order to drive the new behaviors we actually want to be doing how we actually want to be behaving throughout our day. So examples, again, would be, you know, the overeating, the overdrinking. but it could be anything. It could be, you know, you really have the strong desire, um, you know, to paint or to to create something, and you just never get going with getting the supplies to do it and making it happen. You know, we're talking about things beyond just, the overeating behaviors and the overdrinking behaviors, or maybe it's that you really desire to have a healthy relationship, um, in your life. And yet, you know, you can't take those steps to start dating and there's all that fear there due to core beliefs, you know, all those things. Um, so this, this permeates our, our core beliefs permeate every aspect of our lives. Okay. So these habit patterns of thoughts that pop up from the core belief um they can be loud right we can maybe if we're paying attention to our thoughts we can we can catch them we can we can hear them but often most often they are really subtle and this is the difficult part that these thoughts that um are low key they're under the radar often hard to hear soft subtle um it it can be really tough to to really get clarity around these thoughts that are repeating always in the background of our mind throughout the day. So, it takes a little work to uncover our negative core beliefs to then be able to really hear and tune into those negative thoughts that are popping up from that core belief. So, here's an example. I have one one thought habit thought that that pops up for me all the time this has been um gosh I mean most of my life I would say and the thought is it's just so hard for you that's mine so it's just so hard for you my brain says it like it's the truth and this thought definitely stems for me from the core belief of I'm not enough right I'm, I'm not enough um I, I'm not good enough for this and this why it's it is so hard for you it's you know easy for everyone else it's so hard for you and by the way this also can lead to perfectionism and I've shared this before you know a need to achieve to a point of um, impossibility and of creating um, a lot of anxiety and this core belief can also lead to the other side of the same coin depressive type symptoms like, checking out you know feeling overwhelmed over the, all the time never really accomplishing anything because i can't do it right anyway so we can have these negative core beliefs that then create these negative habit thoughts in our brain that play over and over like a broken record in the background of our mind throughout the day producing feelings throughout the day, most of us don't actually want to be feeling like defeat, like unwillingness, which then lead us down a road of behaviors we don't really want to be doing at our deepest authentic level of being. So I'm feeling defeated. I'm feeling unwilling. Now all of a sudden, you know, I'm, I'm overeating. I'm like, screw the guidelines around, you know, me trying to drop some weight. Or, um, it could be even things like, oh, you know, reacting in anger to a loved one, right? Because we've been feeling defeat and unwilling and I am i just don't have the energy to try to take a break. And, and um, instead, you know, I just want to offload all these hard feelings onto my loved one by reacting because, you know, she didn't put the dishes away, right? Or whatever the thing is. So, if, if you have negative thoughts about yourself repeating over and over during the day, think about those feelings that, that you will most likely feel throughout the entire day. And if, like I said, you're feeling mostly defeated, beaten down, overwhelmed, weak, crushed, then I can guarantee if you deal with emotional eating or drinking, you will overeat and overdrink to silence the thoughts and not feel those feelings for a moment in time. Of course, we will, right? We really need that relief after thinking all those horrible thoughts and feeling, having those emotions, those really hard energetic emotions running through our body all day long. We need relief. And that temporary fix of food or alcohol, or maybe it's shopping, or like I said, offloading your anger, you know, name the vice. You're, you're going to go there. Now, we can practice new behaviors and new habits to help with this, but we also want to get to the deeper core of things, the um, the base of things, the foundation of things. So we can work there so we can change for good, right? We want that lasting change. We We don't want to go for, you know, two days, two weeks, maybe a month, maybe a few months of you know, behaving in these ways we really want to behave in, and then all of a sudden it gets too hard or some stress in life, major crisis comes up, and we are back to all the old habits. You know, we want change for good. We, we want it to be sustainable. And we can find that healthy, peaceful relief when the relationship with ourselves, with food, with others, with life is in a more healthy and useful space. Okay, so where do you start? And this really is, I I know this is um, my trade, my work, my occupation, so yes, I'm biased, but I am just gonna say, if you have a good therapist, maybe even a really good life coach, often partnering with some other human um, to get help on identifying those negative core thoughts, belief patterns can be helpful, and here's why. Because, you know, my saying that I love if you 're in the jar it 's really hard to read the label right but if someone um, who you know someone who 's trained in this who 's outside the jar and can help you partner with you to figure out you know what that label says, what is on the outside can help you take the lid off so you can climb out as well and you know start to become that observer of yourself of your thoughts of your mind to really help get you in that space. Of identifying those negative core thought belief patterns, so partnering with someone who's outside the jar <laughs> can be really really helpful. You, but you know, if you're someone who kind of understands that concept of stepping outside yourself to observe yourself and can do it in somewhat of a non-bias or judgmental way, um, and and often if you are a journaler, you you might be. Um, kind of trained in this anyway. It's kind of how your mind works. That's why journaling can help so much because it helps us step outside ourselves. It helps us take the lid off the jar, crawl crawl out the jar to read the label. So, you know, if that's you, you can also do a little investigating yourself. Um, and again, I would uh, say that could be done through journaling. And and so this process, this process of figuring out um, the negative core beliefs Uh, And then really working on thinking patterns and shifting them and shifting that um, negative core belief there really is a term for it in therapy. It's called cognitive restructuring. And so that is the term for this method or process. And, and this is where, as a therapist, you know, I partner with clients to examine their negative thoughts in response to particular situations and events in their everyday lives, as well as what negative thinking patterns or habits that are there. And then we can move into um, what might be the negative core beliefs that are really rooted in, uh, often in their past, although not always, because sometimes, you know, you may have not had any of these negative um, core beliefs through childhood, everything was good, you know, really, um, you felt good enough, you you were enough, you know, all these things. But what can then happen into adulthood, often what I will see is, you know, a very um, unhealthy relationship with a significant other, and there might be some emotional, abuse or verbal abuse or, um, you know, even physical abuse. And so then this will start a pattern of that negative core belief or those negative thoughts. So, um, it's not always rooted in our past, but often it can be. So these longstanding negative views, um, can be about ourselves and, or other people in the world, in the present, right? Like right now, because we often project our negative core beliefs onto others in our lives, the people that we are closest to. We often project our own negative core beliefs onto. And by the way, this could, um, this can be, and often is, a projection of your own negative core beliefs on the people closest to you that you really adore and love. And um, could be on those closest to you that you are strained or distant in relationship with, but still in a way close because of a historical your historical relationship with them, right? So one way to start to get a glimpse at your own core belief is to think about what frustrates you about the people closest to you. Are you frustrated or mad that your spouse doesn't express their love for you every moment? You know, are you seeking validation from an outside source that you are enough, right? So you're always looking for attention or you're looking for that validation. Um, You know, you really need other people to be telling you good job or, you know, that sort of thing. Then it is possible that the core fear, core belief you carry could be, I'm not enough, right? Right? Do you you get frustrated that your child doesn't respect you enough or doesn't do exactly what you want him or her to do in exactly the way you told them to do it? Do you hold super high expectations for those around you? And when those people don't meet those expectations, do you become frustrated and angry with them? This is a possible clue to your own negative thought patterns and programming that you have to be perfect right? So if you have that core belief, like I have to be perfect, that stems into that core fear of I'm not enough. And so then we often will project it onto those closest to us. Like you also have to be perfect. You need to meet my expectations. And if you don't, then that must mean you don't respect me or you don't love me. So you can hold these impossible high expectations of yourself And you project the same onto those closest to you. So a clue to what exactly are my negative thinking habits can be looking at what are the thoughts that go on in your head about those closest to you when you are feeling frustrated or angry with them. Often many of us notice our feelings first. So if you are frustrated or angry with those you love, take a look. What am I thinking right now about my loved one. That is making me feel frustrated frustrated or angry. Some common negative core beliefs about others can be things like, people will always hurt me. People are malicious. People cannot be trusted. The world is dangerous. The world is unfair. The world is scary. The one thing about core beliefs you may have just noticed as I read through that. Is that they are very fatalistic, right? They're they're very absolute. They are um, all or nothing. Um, they are the end all be all. You know, there's no flexibility in those core beliefs. That we they get applied to every single situation. They're very dichotomous type thinking. Um, that black and white thinking. That all or, or nothing thinking. And remember, you know that all or nothing thinking. That dichotomous type thinking. Really gets us nowhere in life, and if you want to go back and listen it's episode fifty five it is all about this all about black and white dichotomous thinking um, so go back and take a listen to that one we We end up applying these negative core beliefs to every single situation those those negative core beliefs really act, I think of it like a filter. They act like a filter through which we see the world, how we view others, how we view ourselves. And through this filter, reality is really skewed. It's a very cloudy, cloudy filter. So reality is skewed. We never get to rest in authenticity. We never can experience that relief that comes from living in authenticity of who we are or in reality. These these beliefs do not vary. These core negative beliefs do not vary based on specific situations. They are not flexible, right? And we want that flexibility within our thinking. Um, but instead, these core beliefs, the system, you know, we, 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 um, we use it to filter through every single situation that um, we are in versus Thinking in ways that are just based on specific situations without a filter. So anyway, we apply them across the board. This is really unhelpful for living the life that many of us dream of because if we are always seeing things through this cloudy filter, we never get to see what is also there, right? The, the positive, the good, the beauty, the joy, um, your goals realized because both are actually there. The good and the beauty and the difficult and the tragedy, both are there. But if you see things only through your filter of your negative core belief that you have not challenged yet, you cannot get to that other part of life. So uncovering your negative core belief, also called neg- you know core fears, can get you started on the process of moving through them and then beyond them into a life of more flexible thinking, which leads to more positive emotions, which drives more of the behaviors you actually want to be performing in your everyday life. So when my habit thought pops up, like it's so hard or it's such a hard day or it's gonna be such a hard day, I have practiced enough to where I mostly Notice the thought and just stay in neutrality around it, right? No drama around that thought. So I don't try to ignore that thought or push it away or put it away or get upset. It's still popping up for me. I just notice it. I allow it. And then i have a conversation with myself maybe something that goes like you know it's not that it's actually a hard day it's just that your brain is fearful of all the things (laughs) you're just a little nervous you're scared you have things going on today that don't feel that great and that's okay that conversation with myself that type of conversation gives me a little sense of peace and feeling like okay this is at least manageable manageable if if I'm, um, you know, if I keep thinking this is so hard and there's so many things and it's so hard and blah, 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 you know, I'm not tired at the during the day or at the end of the day because of the things I'm doing. I'm tired due to all the thoughts. My thinking makes me exhausted, not what I'm actually doing during the day. I really, a long time ago, decided I want to be tired at the end of the day from giving it my all, not from the beat down, um, you know, the beat down and the the way my brain is throwing these negative thoughts about me, about those around me, about my world all day long. I don't want to be tired from that. If I'm going to be tired, I want to be tired because I gave that day, my all right, and and for all of you listening to this for weight loss, or uh, you know, if you're working on stopping emotional or stress eating or drinking, or if you're just really here trying to gain a healthier relationship with food, then really listen here. That the way I think throughout my day, the way you think throughout your day, absolutely has an effect on what you are going to eat, what you are going to drink, and I would also bet. Um, That if you have another vice, if you will, um, like shopping, gambling, um, porn, whatever it may be, and you're really trying to disengage from those behaviors, then it's going to be really, really difficult to do that if your thought world is based out of those negative core fears or negative core beliefs all day long, because you are going to be exhausted from your thinking. And we definitely go to our places of comfort for the moment, even if that turns into this whole cycle of shame and negative behaviors because, oh, now we've done it. I did it again. So might as well give up or, you know, whatever the thing is. So understanding that our thinking is what really does play into our behavior world and our choices in our behaviors is really, really, really important. Okay. Discover. Those core beliefs, work through them to start to shift them. This is going to start to shift those unhelpful thoughts from playing out in the background of your mind all day, which create feelings of defeat, the shame, the unwillingness, which then leads you to behave in the exact ways you really don't want to be behaving. When you do the work to shift into a new core belief about yourself and you you start to filter your world through that new core belief about yourself, and you start to filter, um, and well, and so your everyday thoughts then start to shift about you, about your world, about others you love. And this creates more feelings of compassion, of willingness, of commitment, sometimes even excitement, but also mostly peace. And when we have these feelings, when we experience more of these feelings throughout the day, it is so much easier. To behave in the ways we want to be behaving in. To take action on the things we want to take action on. To follow through on what we say we want to do. But, you know, I always try to put this in there. This is not about feeling positive feelings. This is not about affirmations. If you have a negative core belief um, that you're not enough or, you know, everyone is bad in the world or fear... You can do as many affirmations. I am good enough. I am strong enough. I am like whatever the thing is, you know, from the Saturday Night Life kit, You can do as many of those as you want. It's not going to change a thing, right? Positive affirmations work, but um, research studies show us they only work for people who already have pretty high self-esteem. So if you have pretty high self-confidence, pretty high self-esteem, by the way, those are two different things. I'm just using them a little interchangeably here. Um if you have high self-esteem, affirmations are going to work, right? They're going to move you forward, um, if you will, even more. But positive affirmations do not work if you have those negative core beliefs about yourself. You can try doing those things and you're just going to get pissed off because eventually your brain is going to, this is not true. Why are you saying things? We almost rebel against our own affirmation if we don't have that core belief already in place, positive core beliefs. So So this is not about affirmations. This is not about always feeling positive feelings. We want to feel and process all of our feelings. If we get to a space of a new core belief about ourselves, we will still feel sadness, grief, anger. All feelings are good and valid, and we want to experience them all. But if we can get rid of, or if we can feel the feelings less often of defeat, of shame, of unwillingness, then we create freedom. And through this, we move, we rise, we live the life we are made to live. Remember, if you decide to do this work and need support through it, for example, if you've experienced trauma in the past, Please seek out a licensed mental health professional who can partner with you to move you through these things. Sometimes this work can bring up really difficult things. And um, you know, if it does for you, then it's really important to seek help if you need it. Okay, that is all for today. I hope you found something useful. And as always, please pass the episode along to someone you feel might benefit. Thank you for listening, and we will talk soon. Did you know you can find a lot more help from me on my website? Go to heatherheinen.com. Heinen is spelled H-E-Y-N-E-N. And there you will find links to my online courses, how I work with clients one-on-one, as well as online with my coaching and counseling services that I offer. Just a reminder that this podcast represents my own opinions. The content here should not be taken as medical advice. The content here is for educational and informational purposes only. Please consult your doctor or healthcare professional for any individual medical questions you may have.